Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening. Poetry Online Radio. QLPOR, as it's widely known, features a bevy of poets, spoken word artists, and live poetry readings with best-selling authors. Your host is Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Good evening, everyone. My special guest tonight is Ellen Thea. Ellen Thea is an award-winning performance poet, drummer, dancer, and holistic counselor. You, you, <laughs> Ellen, <laughs> I knew I was going to mess All up. All right. <laughs> Let me calm down. Everybody, everybody, I'm so excited that Ellen is here because she's been with us before, and I love her. <laughs> okay, so ah, let me... I love you too, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm... <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Yes, you have no idea. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, let me finish. Okay, then. All right. All right. <laughs> Utilizing tarot, astrology, crystal. <laughs> Utilizing tarot, astrology, crystal, and energy work. She's lived on both sides of the country, from New York to Alaska. Her book. Oh my way to the apocalypse, a nonlinear 55-page prose poem was published by Dingaroo Press in 2012. The book is a born classic. Ellen Thea, welcome back to the program. Michael, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so psyched. I always love talking to you. I wish we did it more than once a year. I know. I know. <laughs> But that's okay. Any flubs that I make, I'll edit them out. All right? No one will ever know they happen. All right. All right. Let's let's begin this journey. We've got a lot to catch up on because it's been pretty close, much close to a year, to be quite honest. It's what's what's been happening. Just over a year. Just over a year. What's been happening in your poetic journey? Oh, wow. Well, um... I did a festival last year up here in Talkeetna. I'm going to do that again next week, uh, which is pretty exciting. So mm-hmm. I did a festival after I spoke with you, and then right after that, we ended up in a situation where we had to choose between having a phone or not making our mortgage. So I was phoneless for a while, which was kind of strange. Mm-hmm. I went to Florida and did some stuff you know, wrapping up loose ends from my parents' passing and all that. And then I spent part of the winter being having health challenges. And so in all that time, I wrote one poem Mm. that I started um, actually the day that Russia invaded Ukraine, which Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to reading later. Okay. Uh, so I've done that. I, and, and what I did, I was saying, I'm not writing, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I reread um, Writing Down the Bones, Natalie Goldberg. Okay. And I took to heart what she says in there where she said, you know, write when you write. Don't don't freak out about it. I mean, mm-hmm. I had issues where my knife, oh, my fingers were swelling up, hard to hold the pen. I mean, I couldn't go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, things changed, and um, I came into a little bit 
a tiny bit of an inheritance and paid right. off my mortgage and oh, got wow. a new computer and mm-hmm. did that type of stuff. And I actually have started writing again. Mm-hmm. And I have a new poem that I, brand new, like a couple of weeks ago that I'm going to share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I've, and just this month I've done a pre-K drum circle. Mm-hmm. I've done a Reiki session for my doctor which was really cool. Um, I'm doing a festival this month and a festival in July. And my partner and I are going to launch a publishing business. I'm actually at this gig. I'm actually, for the first time, going to have my own personal swag to sell. Starting out with magnets and broadsides, posters, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're going to evolve into T-shirts, and all kinds of stuff. I was going to write um, a short book for this gig next week on all my short poems, mm-hmm. less than five lines, and it turns out to be like 30 poems. So that's not wow. happening this week. So um, nice. that's where I'm at. I'm at a new beginning. So well, this hey. last year was more of living in the chrysalis and being yes. that zoo. Mm-hmm. The liminalness mm-hmm. between, in fact, I've got a poem I'm working on, the line subliminal liminal. I mm-hmm. haven't gone much beyond that, but so that's another thing I'm working on and evolving my drums. So that's what's been going on this year. Just, you know, you mentioned the word liminal. And when we, when I was, we were talking about your biography, what does that mean? Liminal. Liminal is the space when when the caterpillar is mm-hmm. is in the chrysalis and between yes. being the butterfly that spot is liminal when you're not this and you're not that you're betwixt you're between i mean and if you know anything about caterpillars and butterflies mm-hmm. when they're mm-hmm. the caterpillar turns into a patch of goo that's what happens to it just becomes goo and then suddenly it becomes a butterfly I mean, I don't really know the whole process, but right. that's, uh, I feel as if that's uh, where I've been at. You know, mm. it's um, it, just th- that whole growth change of becoming a new, a different, evolving into a new individual. Not really okay. new, but. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of the you poems know. that you plan to share will be from that liminal space. Am I correct? Uh, let me think. Or on, uh, or actually, on the side of the liminal space that you you know exited, um, actually, and now you're a well, butterfly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am a butterfly. Yeah, I that know. That is true. Um, actually, part, I'm sharing. I'll be sharing a couple of two new poems, and I'm also okay. sharing poems I haven't shared. Okay, that's I'm part sorry. of it. And mm-hmm. my voice. I feel mm. a stronger. It's a different voice, All a right. stronger voice. It's a more mature voice, okay. which is okay. about time because I'm getting older. But yes. <laughs> to be more mm-hmm. mature. Me but, <laughs> I mean, I've been writing for, for over 60 years. Wow. I started writing when I was, as soon as I learned to write, when wow. I was like four. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you would think I would have a mature voice by now, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Refresh me. What are some of the predominant themes that you write about, Ellen Theo? What do you write? I, about? What uh, did you write? I try about? to. 
Well, I try to speak truth, first of mm-hmm. all. I'm not going to, you know, you know, some stuff is kind of cute, but, you know, I'd like to sp- I'd like to speak what's true. Right. Um, themes include um, women and mm-hmm. spirituality, the, con- the relationship between people. Um, let's say things that I think need to be called out. You know, like this is mm-hmm. this is wrong, or this is what we should be doing, or. Or that uh, spirituality factors big, um, and just I believe that poets. I may be answering another question That's later, okay. but yes. I believe that that poets and artists have a responsibility to speak mm-hmm. for those who can't. We have a voice. We're gifted. Not everybody can get up on the stage. My partner writes mm-hmm. great poetry. He is mm-hmm. not a performer. All right. It's not what he wants to do, and not everybody mm-hmm. can do that. So mm-hmm. we're mouth, we have a responsibility to be a mouthpiece. And I believe that there's personal situations to each of us, but the overarching thing, that, you know, connection that we have, mm-hmm. you know, I may eat... Um, I may be a vegetarian and you may be a carnivore, but you know what? We're both worried about getting our dinner on time. Yes. Yes. Okay. That, that's what I'm getting at. You know, the, uh, the meta, you know, what's so going on what outside saying, of that. What you're saying is that you believe that poets must write about issues directly affecting our world. I believe that that's a part that is definitely a part of poetry, you know, and okay. it's, um, I mean, not only that, obviously mm-hmm. I write about my cats, right. you know, <laughs> I write about silly little things. Okay. I, you know, I come up, you know, I mean, people do that. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's crucial, but it's just awareness that we you have a responsibility mm. and that it has to be more than platitudes and cliches are very easy. Mm-hmm. And, it's, mm-hmm. and, and part of the challenge, of course, is trying to twist around that platitude or that cliche so that mm-hmm. that's not, you know, you're not just saying, you know, I, I don't know how to express it in a, you know, because I, I thought about this last night, and I was like, well, like a Hallmark card. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Some Hallmark yes. cards really hit the mark. Yes, so they... I don't want to be – I don't want to disparage that. I mm-hmm. think, though, that – again, but that's an example of being a mouthpiece, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's yes, why you is. buy a card because it's saying mm-hmm. what you can't say. What you want say, yes. That's so okay. true. Well? So, um, yeah. Well, without further ado, my friend – Please share a poem. Okay, here's a short one. This is the one I wrote two weeks ago. It's called The Weaver. Not of the fakes or the norn, nothing so fancy as she. The threads I weave of story and rhyme, snippets of another time, and so and so the story goes. The loom warps back and forth, to and fro, what we see, what we don't. A matter of front or back or both or and. Or topsy-turvy land. It's all wonderland. 
even when it's not. And when the spinster's tale is done and the woving is undone, chaos in its purest form, potential to weave again anew. Thank you. Do you view your ability to write poetry as a creative gift or a creative art? Creative gift or a creative what did you art. say? I mean, art. You know, art. Art. Yes. It's both. Both and. Talk it took to me. me a while to think of myself as an artist. I kept mm-hmm. thinking that art has to be visual. Okay. It doesn't. And I can create vision in my, in my words anyway, which was the point that I'm trying to do in the first place. I was trying to use words as a paintbrush. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a gift in the sense, also in the sense that, uh, you know, the weaver, that came out almost full blown. And mm-hmm. I love it when that happens. But, but then again, I don't really think I'm in control of that. You know, I just let the pen go and see what happens. Unlike the other poem I'm going to read later, which I've been working on for a year and I'm not even sure it's finished yet. Mm. But um, so, you know, so it took that a while. And, you know, just saying, well, yeah, I've come. That's what I believe. It's, it's an art and a gift. All right. I'd like you to read yeah. The Weaver again. I want to hear it again, Ellen. Sure. I'll read it again. Let me get there. Mm -hmm. The Weaver. Not of the fates or the Norn. Nothing so fancy as she. The threads I weave of story and rhyme, snippets of another time. And so and so the story goes. The loom warps back and forth to and fro. We see what we don't. A matter of front or back, or both, or and, or topsy-turvy land. It's all wonderland, even when it's not. Mm. And when the spinster's tale is done, and the woving is undone, chaos in its purest form, potential to weave again anew. Wow. The end. Wow. That is just... So about life that when you're at the end of your rope, something happens and you're pulled mm-hmm. into life. It's happened to me many times, many, many mm-hmm. times. And and it's a weaving. We don't mm-hmm. see what you know. Maybe sometimes we see the back and yes. the back on a on a weaving or a cross stitch or it's a mess. It's mm-hmm. a mess. But there's this mm-hmm. beautiful tapestry, and we can tear it out. And when the weaving's done, the fates cut our cord, whatever, then we get woven again. Yes. You know, I know that you've traveled and you've done a number of things, and you've worked with a number of different audiences. So who do you think is your audience for your poetry, and how do you hope they react to you? Well, my audience for poetry is everybody. Okay, tell me. I mean, you know, there's some stuff that people will understand. Mm -hmm. There's some stuff that people won't. You've heard some of my things. Some of them are, some of my pieces are very complex. Mm -hmm. Some of them are so simplistic 
It's ridiculous. Um, so I think it, it's going to hit who it's going to hit, mm-hmm. and that's what I hope for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have now when I uh, depending upon who. If I'm doing a drum circle like I just did for pre-K, that's going to be a different yes. drum circle than for an adult. You know. Yes. But uh, I think, yeah, I'm, well, unfortunately for those people that give me a platform, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to speak truth that needs to get said. There's a lot of mm. stuff that's going on right now yes. that needs to be put into people's faces. We need, you know, things need to change big time. Yes, yes, they do. And, you know, speaking the voices can be a groundswell moving that energy forward. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the well, unfortunate thing, as, as some of these other poems that I'm going to read later uh, mm-hmm. say, uh, it's unfortunate that since they were written, say, in the 90s, mm-hmm. things are still true. Yes. Um, I could jump over to one of those and explain to you what I'm talking about, if you please. don't mind. Yes, yeah, please do. Okay. Yes. All right. This is Peace for the Single Mother. Now, I wrote this 30 years ago, okay? I was a single mother. I had no child care. I was on food stamps. I had... And one ex-husband who had dropped off the planet and another ex-husband that was making his business to make sure the target on my back stayed there, if you catch my drift. Yes, I do. Um, my kids hostage. I mean, uh, and this was after I had my master's degree. I mean, mm. because I didn't have child care, I could not do my career. I worked in a bookstore part-time because my mm-hmm. kids could come in and sit in the kids' section. If hmm. they had in the school or something. So, I mean, and it's, to me, it's unconscionable. It's a, it, it's a sin <laughs> that this poem is still relevant today. And um, I will read it to you right now. I wrote it in the 90s sometime. Recipes for the single mother. Poor man's souffle. Created from wick checks, milk, bread, eggs, cheese, once lived on, forever reviled. Tuna slop, serendipitous discovery when the weekly grocery money was only $16. Canned cream of something soup, canned veggies, government cheese, noodles, and naturally tuna, the other, other red beef. Top ramen noodles, five, six, or seven for a dollar. No further explanation necessary. Ghetto Krispies, generic marshmallow fluff and rice krispies sautéed in margarine, an oily substance, only one molecule removed from plastic, and yum, almost as good as the real thing. And, of course, the other two major food groups, mac and cheese, powdered, the store brand, and perennially, P, B, and J, go grow a family. It's done every day. The end. Wow. 
Grow, go grow a family. Yeah, that's day. what it is. Go grow a family. Me and my mm-hmm. three kids who wow. I have to tell you a story. They actually believed at one point that I liked the top ramen noodles, and that's okay. why I thought <laughs> Well, actually, I like them. I've, I've been eating a lot well, of them lately. Well, good, I'm glad, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, you I know, do. From way back when. You know what I mean. Oh, I know You know where I'm at. So, <laughs> I'm right there now, <laughs> so I know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. There you go. I know. I mean, but, but to try to grow a family on that is ridiculous. Oh, I see. And, I see. you know, I mean, and it hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's going to get worse if you look at the news, you know. Yes. That is unconscionable. That, well, me... that I can't, you know, and so I'm expressing it. I'm saying it because it's important. It's important mm-hmm. that we know that it hasn't changed over 30 years. It's important wow. to know that even with a graduate degree, look at where I ended up because of no child care and because of, the experiences that I was having with my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That should not be. Mm-hmm. And so there that is. Well, we need to talk <laughs> offline sometimes about how life doesn't always turn out like you would had planned. So I do understand no, that. No, it doesn't. Mm-mm. Yeah, that is true. Mm-mm. I'm here now, and I'm happy with where I'm at. Okay. So, you know, you know, I'm happy all right, that then. it's all, right. all ended up this way. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm, I'm getting there. Now, is the muse that you had back then, if you had a muse, the same one that you have now, or is it different? It's the same. When the muse comes on me, it's the muse. And when she she comes, I have to write it. Mm -hmm. And I find that I, my first drafts are always with pen on -hmm. paper. Mm-hmm. And then I put it on the computer. There's something about the visceral act of writing, mm-hmm. um, which is why it was so hard for me to write when my fingers hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so, but it's it's the same use. She comes down and she says, come on, we're going for a ride. And there okay. we go. Mm-hmm. I guess I was thinking that maybe the muse back then, you said 30 years of that particular piece, was the muse that represented survival and resilience. And maybe that the muse represents something different now. You know? What do you think about that? Mm. No, I, the, it's survival in the sense that um, it helps me fi- doesn't help me figure out my life. Okay. doesn't help me encapsulate it. it mm-hmm. It's a commentary on it. When I was in grad school, I have a master's in marriage and family therapy with a specialization in medical family therapy on for my PhD, right? All this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I wrote a poem that is probably next to impossible for anybody to read if they haven't been in graduate school Mm because I started describing all the different, and I don't have it on the laptop right now, but I described Mm -hmm. all the different theories of therapeutic schools, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Uh, behavioralism and, you know, I can't even remember, you know, so, but it's all this technical jargon. So I can't read it. I can't present it, but you know what? It kept my head together Mm. because I Mm. was able to be creative within an environment that might have 
and actually did kind of stifle my creativity because they didn't want me to do, I couldn't get my dissertation done. It was the effects of Reiki on manic depressives, and they thought, what are you talking about? Come on. 30 years from now, what's going on? I did Reiki on my doctor. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, but it kept my head straight, you know, that there was mm-hmm. more to life than that rarefied atmosphere. So you don't um, live your life like so it's, it's a poem. Yeah, I'm sorry, what? So, so you don't live your life like it's a poem. I don't live my life. So you don't live your life like it's a poem. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah. It just it just keeps. I I can't. It's it's um. Maybe it's for spiritual survival. Okay. All right. Emotional All right. survival. Yes. Creative mm-hmm. survival. Mhm. Mhm. You know, when That's I a- ask that question of people, do you live your life like it's a poem? Say yes. And some say no, because life is truly not a poem, because there's so much other stuff that goes into life that it makes it difficult for it to narrow it down to just one thing, one theme. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I enjoyed talking to you, Ellen, so much because it gives me an opportunity to to and to stretch. So if some of my questions sound crazy, they probably are. <laughs> no, they're not. Got to remember, you're are. talking to ET here, so it's all good. You know? Okay. All right. All right. Please share another piece. All right. Let's see. Do you want something a little silly, or do you want to? I'm trying to see what I got. I've got what you got? Silliness. Surpri- I've got surprise a drum me. poem. Surprise me. Surprise me. All right. Then here, I'm gonna do. Alice's response, you'll get a kick out of this one. <laughs> this is one I haven't shared too often. Okay. Alice's response. And you'll know what she's responding to in about <laughs> about three words into the poem. Okay? All right. Yes. Alice's response. Beware the jabber walk, my friend. And yes, I think I'll say, beware the grimmel and the foreign when they dance into the fray. For when the walrus sings a song of whether pigs have wings, not just the jabberwock fretillates into the ring. The grimmel and the fawn, you see, they dine on cabbages and king. And afterwards, they think it great sport to play sonartling. It was Alice's favorite game. Or was it the white rabbit? The Mad Hatter enjoyed it, too, once he got into the habit. So beware the jabberwock, my friend, when he comes passing through. But here's a hint I think I'll give. Beware the walrus, too. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Now that yes. is not, you know, that's just a silly, <laughs> silly poem. Yes. And we need those, too. silly poem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, well, let me but, ask you. you know, it. it you know, so oh, there ahead. it is. No, go ahead, please, please, continue. Oh, another poem, huh? Let's no, see. No, okay. <laughs> what, what, continue what? I'm sorry. Well, we'll get in sync as we continue. <laughs> we'll, we'll get in a good rhythm, like in a drum circle. We'll get, we'll get in sync. We'll, we'll get there, right? <laughs> we'll, well, get you there. know, 
<laughs> Obviously, you know what, what I'm referring to, though, right? In the yes, poem, I do. Who Alice yes, I is do. and who she's responding to. Yes. Well, I mean, I could talk to you about my poem, my four my four word poem, including the title. Okay, do that. Would you like to hear it? Punctuation yes, is everything in this poem. Okay, the poem is called Hooker. Johnny, come lately. The end. That's the poem. <laughs> See what I mean? I'm silliness, but it's but it's great. I'm, go- I enjoy I'm going to need to spray some Make holy water laugh. on my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> or maybe on your microphone. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> well, let me ask this question. I mean, I got <laughs> sure. Has a poem you've written? Has a has a poem you've written ever frightened or humbled you? I'm humbled all the time okay. when something brilliant comes out of my pen because mm. I I'm just not that smart. You know, I don't, you know, I mean, when it comes out and it's together and it's cool, I'm humbled mm-hmm. all the time by that gift. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was the question? Am I humbled or fr- sometimes I'm oh, frightened. Fine. Sometimes it's stuff I don't want to, I don't want to um, uh, really get into. Some of them are dark, but mm-hmm. I'm, what I also believe is important is that even as we talk about dark things, yes, positive, that I, that I do something positive, because otherwise you're just going to spiral down and we're just going to say, what is even the point? Let's just mm-hmm. all kill ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And, and so if you know it, when I did, um, when I do, uh, last year I did Schizophrenogenesis, and I end po- kind of positively. Mm-hmm. Every poem, every gig I do, I may take you on a ride in the middle of it, yes. but we're going to come out of it, and I'm trying going to try to make it positive because I think that's super important. Let's see. Then, then tell me about a poem you were proud of writing but afraid to share for fear of possible misinterpretation. Oh, Wow. That's um, a lot of it. Um, I mean, I've got pieces I'm ready to do right now that I'm a little okay. concerned, you know. <laughs> right. Who knows, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I've decided that in being my voice and being gifted with this mm-hmm. ability okay. yes. to write and to speak and not be afraid to be on a stage and all of that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then I have an obligation to say it. And if you don't like it, that's your choice. As, as someone told me, um, so what do the, you, think you know, the great, uh, yes. go on, go on. Yeah. No, ask I was going to ask question. you, what do you think, all right, what do you think gives you the gumption to get up and stand in front of people? Because that's not always easy. As you said, that's not always an easy thing. There's, there's a difference between reading and sharing it. So what gives you the gumption to do that? I have no idea. Okay. I was gifted okay. with it. All right. I I, All right. I I I really have. I do know that um, I started dance when I was four, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That, you know, I, I could say, well, it's because I'm the Aries. I can do that. Right. I could say and that. And so am I. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, you are? When's your yes. birthday? Uh, March 27th. Wow. That's cool. Happy well, birthday. When is yours? When is yours? April 2nd. <laughs> I'm right. like a week after you. Yes. True. Wow. True. Well, yes. I'll have to make sure I say happy birthday to you next year and stick it on my calendar. <laughs> and I'll do the same. <laughs> okay, yeah. we need to focus. We need to focus. Please share another poem. <laughs> okay, I'm going to share my big poem, the one that I wanted to share yeah. with okay. you, that right. I told you spent my year writing. Mm-hmm. It's a long one. And that's why I'd like to do it now. So we have, mm-hmm. we're kind of in the middle of our thing. So yes, it doesn't get cut off. Okay. okay. Here we go. This is called Nero is still fiddling. And let me, I'll, I'll set it up for you. If you recall last year, and I'm, I did on my way to the apocalypse, I did some excerpts from my book. And I said, wow, it was 10 years ago. Let me do the 10 year challenge. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I read through it, and as I said, it was around the same time that, uh, you know, the war started with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And I came across the line of Nero is still fiddling. Mm-hmm. And I decided to take it, take that line and run with it. And so here it is. This right. is Nero is still fiddling. And this is actually, and this is its debut. I have never shared this in public at all, ever. Also, there's a lot code. I call it code because it, I've incorporated what happened within my personal life as well as life, life, real life, whatever you want to call it. So here we go. Nero is still fiddling. Nero is still fiddling, a fiery flaming duet with the infamous fiddler challenging our souls. Claws scritch, scratch, squeak, discordant riffs, disharmonies. Puppeteer puppets play shell games, vampiric siphoning of mother's blood. 21 or 30 dystopian utopian agendas. Quicksand timeline shifts, just rhythms of a terrorizing tarantulan tarantella, dangling, distracting carrots to veil our way. The strings of the fiddle burn, scream the burning, showering sparks, igniting ugly mushroom flowers. Hypersupersonic missiles, discordant frequencies, flame unaware unsubconscious response, the resonance, the dust of death, nanobites, nanobots, cell phone zombies, nuclear mosquitoes, irritants, relentless, grating, grinding creates the pearl, the pearly gates, the doorway that swings both exit and entrance. Exponential schizophrenic genesis has taken over. The covert overt, covert virus with massed, subtle, spiked variances has taken seed, root, weaponized, none of us immune to the snake bite venom. The first casualty of war is the truth. 
Therein lies the famous question, the truth inherent in not truth. Everyone shouts, God, 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 the unnameable name of someone who is, who may be. God, you are on my side only. Mutual demon is nationalizing monetization. Where is room for the angels? Diogenes, his searchlight on high beams. Gaia wails her frustrations, tantrums, grief. Her truth is life and death, people, animals, fish, tree, skies. She washes, scorches, burns, freezes, blows, the flaming Arctic, the feverish Antarctic. Whatever the weather, weather the weather, the weather wars are winning, manipulated or not, no matter. Blue sky or blue beams. Birds, butterflies, holograms, drones, balloons, chemtrail spider webs. Mama, salve the wounds. Remove all traces of infestation. Investation, those who divest, invest nations by divesting treasure. The apocalypse is being televised. Repeated, repetitive flaring collision of light and darkness. Right now, this moment, live stream, live action, single life's take, no stunt doubles. In excruciating, full, glory, glorious, excruciatingly full, gory, glorious, technicolor detail. Some red flags may be false, but an angry bull knows that not. Shall we play a game? Russian, Chinese, alien, Middle Eastern, American roulette. There are only tigers behind these doors. This movie is real in three or four or five D or G, multiple dimensions, perpendicular parallels, myriad prequels or sequels of future past history. We are fully immersed in the virtual experience, poised on the hinge of the seat of our pants, a real cliffhanger, riding the roller coaster of the conclusive ultimate climax. Maybe unless it pays well enough to continue with future backstories. We are the stand-ins, the extras, actors who don't, who won't get paid, non-voluntary volunteers who supposedly uselessly eat nothing more than fodder for the beast. But we ourselves know better, and yet we still let them feed. Nero is still fiddling. Diabolical hilarity, death skeletal head, a mirthless grim grin, hollow eyes, hollow bones, hollow cost. Furious Nick's motto, way too far. Furious Nick's motto, make the ultimate nightly all in bed. The marvelous gamble that you will leap off a perpetual cliff with eyes closed, that the sun will rise again tomorrow and you will be alive to see it. We teeter-totter, toddlers, vertiginous wobble on the knife's edge, balancing a high-intensity electrified tightrope, a high wire wired with a hair trigger. The news comes fast. I declare a news fast. But there are those who cannot fast this fast news. Flattened under a building, perhaps, the world all shaken up. 
So I hold a safekeeping basket for them in my alleged imaginary, illusionary safety. And this fast news is not new news at all. They're very old, very ancient. Nero is still fiddling. We are all of us innocent or not being led into the gaping maw the black hole beyond, beyond, beyond the lived and the known, the eternal veil that calls us back to light. The flashpoint, the event horizon, shattered reflections of ourselves and manifest on a huge archetypal stage, grand theater, misunderstood dialects of the same language, the universal language, a loving smile, Sailing wooden ships, brandishing, rattling saber word swords. The babbling tower has collapsed again. The babbling brook that brooks no descent. A tsunami flooding torrents of psychic debris. Grasp the light jet streaming, streaming the light. Wolf women and men, more than you know. All balancing which wolves they feed, running, loping, climbing, praying, dancing up a snowy, windy mountain, struggling, carrying each other ever high to the crest, the peak, a collective, companionable hermitage. The goodest man who ever lived once said there was no one good, not even him. Continual, Sisyphusian striving is the only way. And the way that can be named is not the way, and I am the way. Stand in your own blood, your essence in your veins. The seventh generation at the crossroads of the rainbow red road of prophecy, challenging the demonic fiddler. A horse's crazy spirit words of truth, shining black elks, untamed, undomesticated, reclaiming a land that can't be owned. The thin red line, the umbilical connecting us all, interweave lifeblood with the earth's lifeblood, fuels of air cyclically respirated between the multicolored hue men's and the green ones, standing tall to reach heaven for us all. Greed dissolves, dissipates as we dance. A static ghost no longer hungry also dance. A universal harmony around a flourishing, nourishing world tree. The heart of New Jerusalem, the galactic spaceport. The, our blood runs as one. Earth and mother and father and sky and moon and sun and stars. The cyclic lake of consciousness. Is the water bitter or sweet? You choose. You decide. Nero is still fiddling the same millennial refrain, refrain his tune. Mitikiwi Oasin, Enlakesh, Namaste, one root mother of us all, clone stardust, Tiamat Earth Gaia and her many incarnations. We are here, we are one. The not one is done, individual walled fortresses. There is no battle, there is no war. As Brother John said it best, war is over if you want it. Just imagine. The Achad, single collective, each individual cell cries out as a single, unified, crucial, crucible cleanses. The light is tipping, not toward a yellow brick road, gold and green with greed, but the only rainbow red road to follow to Emerald City, Oz, Om. 
the only one we can talk, walk toward life, the end, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, the beginning, the ending, Ouroboros, Mobius, snakes stripping our masks and veils, Crondom, kingdom, queendom, the sage, wise ones. A string of pearls hangs down your back, aligning your spine, so you remember your eternal Narnian royalty, dignity, your inheritance, your birthright. I have been through, in, under, the dark labyrinthian cave, Inanna shedding her veils, Ariadne's thread glowing the way out of the maze, linking, inking, our umbilical lineages, stars, planets, sun and moon, earth, air, water, fire, ephemeral, eternal, wind, ruach, breath, om. And so for the children, not only my children, my flesh, blood, and bone, but all the children, you and me and all the younglings, the young younglings and the elder younglings and those not yet born and those already born and died and who live on in us, Children, Nero is still fiddling. Let us teach him a new song. Let us learn a new song together. Let us pray. Let us play. Let us dance. Let us sing. The end. Wow. Oh, I'm going to take a yeah. second to recover. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> First... I'd like to thank you for allowing this particular audience to be the one that you chose to share that piece with, that incredible, epic piece. Did you hear what I said? Incredible and epic. Yes, I heard you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I don't feel so bad. It took me a year to write. (laughs) Oh, yes. We're going to take a quick break. I'm kind of still not done because it's still... Still what? It's, it, you know, the issues that that aroused it is, is mm-hmm. still taking, is still happening, you know? Yes. Um, so, and I, I, I also want to share that my vision of this world and of this whole Nero thing mm-hmm. is that of envisioning our world as a Kintsugi piece of art. Kintsugi is that Japanese art where you have a cracked bowl and you fill mm-hmm. those cracks in with gold. Wow. I am, not no, I am not so naive to think that the world, I mean, the world has changed dramatically. And it's cracking, so to speak. But mm-hmm. if we can hold, if I hold that image in my mind, the world is Kintsugi. Mm-hmm. And we can fill in all this gold. And that is what my hope um, and so I just wanted to share that vision with your listeners so we mm. can agree on that together. Wow. When, you know, so that we're not, you know, I'm not propounding any one particular thing here. Yes. Just that vision. Yes. Well, like I said, we're going to take a quick, quick break. But I want you to, I want you to answer this question when we return from the break. Okay. What do you think that poem conveys about being human? All right. Well, that's a nice, tough question. Thanks a lot. <laughs> in, in 90 seconds. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. Sure. <laughs> 
We are back. I am Michael Anthony Ingram. I am here with one of my favorite people, favorite poets, Ellen Thea. What does that poem convey about being human? Well, that's a tough question to answer, and you know, just off the top of my head. That's okay. Um, I'd have to. I have to say, I think it conveys that. Well, this is a, it's, it's universal. And that the big thing, I tell you what, the big clue in here is mm-hmm. toward the end. When it tell talks me. about that we're the multicolored hue, H-U-E, mm. hyphen, and, you know, man's, hue, mm-hmm. man's. We're all oh. hues. We're all mm-hmm. human. We're all mm-hmm. connected. That's why mm-hmm. I say Mitikiwiyoasin. We are all related. When I did my, that, that, and that's part of what happened. I was, I read, um, I was reading a lot of uh, Zechariah Sitchin and, you know, the whole thing that, uh, you know, all women are descent, have the same mitochondria. We're all kind of clones. I mean, and without getting into major craziness that way, okay, I'm, I don't want to mm-hmm. go there. The fact is we are all related. I, uh, part of why I, I did the thing with the standing in your blood, I belonged to a Native American sisterhood group that I was grandmothered in, too. Okay. I'm not Native American. They know I have a Native heart, but they also know my background is Ashkenazi Jew, you know. Um, but the medicine woman who founded the group is the one who sent me up here. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and the group is called Stands in Her Blood. And she encouraged me to not be a, a part of the wannabe tribe. You know, um, to to want to be an Indian, but um, the uh, you know to stand in my blood, and I began researching that, and I went all the way back to how far, and we're all related, we're all hmm. related, and that's why I write, stand in your own blood. I believe hmm. we're at the seventh generation oh, that wow. Crazy Hot Horse prophesied about, and so many others have prophesied mm-hmm. about, and we're mm-hmm. at that point. And that's why, you know, the world has changed. It's not going to be the same. We can't go back. No, we can't. You no, know? but we, the people, and I'm not saying this is just America. We, mm-hmm. the people of the world, the the 99 percent. The alleged useless eaters, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. We have to stand and make the stand against these puppeteers who have their own agenda, who are doing 
incredibly stupid things. If you have a mm-hmm. modicum of common sense. Yes. And we have, you know, so, so I think that's, that's what it says. And I think um, I, I have to cry that out. There's all mm-hmm. this division for no good reason. Yes. No, there, mm-hmm. there's, what? So, so you know, mm-hmm. you're a man, big deal. I'm a woman, you know, do we have to fight about that? Do we have right. to fight about the fact that your shade is different than my shade? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got blood that runs the same color? Okay. We're good. <laughs> That's my opinion. All right. So. Well, I'm going to ask you, and you choose either one of these to answer if you want. Okay. What did you learn about writing that piece? Or... What was your greatest surprise writing that piece? Hmm. You can do both if you want. <laughs> yeah, well, but neither. Well, um, well, my greatest surprise about the piece was that I was actually able to write it and pull it off. Okay. Because there was a time right. where I didn't think I could. That, I that was a surprise. Um, and how it evolved and created itself and I'm going to put mm-hmm. it exactly that way mm-hmm. um, what I learned I, and I just I didn't learn anything so called new All right. but how to express it in a way that I can that, that other people could hear it maybe. okay 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 yeah. so it mm-hmm. also it, it reinforced what to do and finding a way to further express what you knew. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Epic, epic, epic. I can see why you wanted to put it in the middle. We don't want that one cut off. No, not at all. No, no. And Mm-mm. No, yeah. we don't. Mm-mm-mm. Can you share another? Okay. Like- well, let's see. I'm going to fi- find something that's that's not as... Intense. How's that? Okay. All right. Because that was pretty intense. I mean, I could do a. Yes. Uh, uh, okay. I'm going to let you pick. Okay. All you right. can pick. Yes. I'm going to give you your choice of three. Mm-hmm. We've got I Assam. I've got Weeping for Laodicea. Or Big Mama. The second one. Weeping for Laodicea? Yes. Okay. That, that is a song of mine that uh, actually was definitely came through, um, you know, okay. I mean, I can say channeling, it came from God, direct, right, okay, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, could, I could not have written this without God. Uh, I wrote this back in, oh, probably back in the 80s, late 80s, and again, to me, it's so sad that these poems that I have written so many years ago are mm-hmm. still relevant. So this is a song you're actually going to hear me sing now. All right. So here we go. All right. Weeping for loud sea. Weeping for loud sea, a church so poor and blind. Weeping for loud sea. Don't be left behind. Oh, my children, I long to gather you as the hen gathers her 
chicks. Yet you would have none of me, only Satan's tricks. Weeping for love to see uh, a church so poor and blind. Weeping for love to see uh, don't be left behind. Yes, poor and blind, so weak, loud to see us, says, I am rich and strong and see the Lord, yet you are not mine. Weeping for love to see uh, a church so poor and blind. Weeping for love to see uh, don't be left behind. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, white linen to wear, sad for your eyes, wedding feast attire. Weeping for love to see a church so poor and blind. Weeping for love to see a Don't be left behind. Behold, I knock. Behold, I come. Behold, even now I am here. Behold, I knock. Behold, I come. Behold, even now I am here. And I weep. For Odyssey. The end. Wow. (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely beautiful. I got to tell you, I didn't write it. That is scripture, word for word. I couldn't put that together myself. Again, you know, and that comes out of, I don't know if you... um, know about Laodicea, but it's the lukewarm church mm, and no. um, the church that doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Okay. Right. I know that I, and it probably came out of um, when I got divorced, I was part of a congregation, a, a Messianic Jewish congregation. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got divorced, I got cut off from everybody. And uh, I don't believe that, Yeshua died so I could get beaten up for the rest of my life. So, so you were shunned. You were shunned. I was shunned, and uh, I uh, had to pull it all together myself. And so that mm-hmm. pro- this, my guess is, because like I said, I wrote it in the eighties or the nineties mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably in the nineties. My guess is that it evolved out of that experience. Oof. And again. I know we can look across the country and see that there, while there are people that are doing what should be done, mm-hmm. just out of simple compassion and humanity and all that stuff, there are other people that just, it doesn't matter. We're, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing what we're going to do, but we're going to build another megachurch or whatever. So, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. That's a danger when I ask, say to you, pick one that you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, guess, I picked the know? right one. Yeah, that was perfect. perfect I think you design. did pick the right one. I really yes. wanted to use your platform to do yes. that. So. <laughs> oh, hey, see, we're in sync. We're in synchronicity tonight. Yes, what? we are. <laughs> Based on what you know about poets, what makes poets different from other people, Ellen Dia? I'm keen to know this. What makes poet what? What was the question? Different from other people. Diff- what, <laughs> what makes poets different from other people? What makes poets what different from other people? Poets? Oh, well, first of all, we don't, we don't, when we write poems, we don't talk normal necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Please expand uh, upon that. You know, as a not, you know, and it, it, what makes poets different is we, we it's our perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what? The sky what? can be blue mm-hmm. or the sky can be, you know, a blue jay. You know, uh, mm-hmm. sky. You know, you know. I'm try, I'm using that as a metaphor. Uh, but um, I, poets just they speak differently, and it speaks to. It's like it's not. It's like almost like a, the the expression of poetry is like the space between the logic and the creative. Okay. Let's put it like that, because mm-hmm. there is a logic within. There's an internal logic to each each piece of mm-hmm. poetry, even if it's crazy. There's an internal logic to it, an internal flow, and it moves. But it's it's it. But it's not Spock logical, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. and it's uh, more than just. I think I'm just gonna. Forgive me, painters, but I'm just going to throw the paint on the wall and let it drip down without okay. um, shaping it into something. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Poets mm-hmm. are just different people. They are. And we, we certainly feel like we can say it better than somebody else. Right, <laughs> right, right. Share another All right. Let's see. Oh, I'll do I'll do one. Ooh, this is tough. Let's see. I'm, I, I can't pick because I'll be happy with anything. So let's see. We've got uh, – <laughs> I don't remember if I did Seussified or not. I've got The Invisible Woman, Cooking Lesson, Mother Mary mm-hmm. and Kwan Yin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one where my, the title of the poem is longer than the poem. But All the, right. <laughs> well, of that set, um, which so, one is your favorite? One is your favorite of them? Oh, they're script? all my favorite. That's why I'm not picking them. <laughs> okay. They're well, okay, literally then. all my favorite. I can't choose. Uh, I want to hear cooking lesson. Cooking lesson. Cooking lesson. Yeah. All right. Cooking lesson. Here we go. Where to go? <laughs> and all right, I had it. I had it. Where to go? Well, shoot. There it is. Cooking lesson. Oh, I won an award for this one, by the way. Hmm, okay. I thought I should mention that. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. Okay, this is a cooking lesson. Fragrance, subtlety, aromatic nuance. I want to savor each delectable step of this meandering journey. A hint of this, a splash of that, 
sprinkle the spices generously, delicately. We simmer a low burn. The occasional stir here and there, scorching this dish will never do. Too soon, too often, checking the souffle, the wishful blooming. But oh, how I dream that our peripherally watched, unwatched pot will soon boil over, riotous, tumultuous bubbles, steam rising. Our cake will be baked and I'll lick the icing off your fingers. The end. <laughs> wow. Ellen Theo, yeah. <laughs> what is one key lesson that you want the listeners to take away from your work? That we need to um, stand together as humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Connect with compassion. Mm-hmm. Know that creator, we have a creator. Mm-hmm. Get right with the creator, however, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Because all right. we're all just trying to make our way home. You know? yes. yes. And 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 that's the and to speak up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm remind. There's that last line in Schizophrenogenesis. Speak up. Call. Mm-hmm. Collect. Live. Mm. I will not be led lost, silent wow. into vague black ink, and neither you. Wow. That's what I would want people to take away. You know, we've reached the part of the program that I view, I love this part. It's called a mini poetry concert. This is where you share two, three of your works back to back. No interruptions from me. No questions. Just you back to back sharing your work. Oh, Ellen wow, B, okay. are you ready? Well, that's a surprise, but okay. How many poems? <laughs> Two or three. Two or three. All right. Let's see. I will do a drum poem first. Let's get it. Okay. This is Gaia's Psalm. It's the first drum poem I ever wrote. I grabbed my... Uh, had bought my first frame drum and started playing with it, and this poem came out. This is Gaia's Psalm. Fingers tap, tap, tabla, tala, raja, raja, mama, mama, beat, beat, pulse, drum, heart, beat, beat, barefoot, heart, beat, beat, fingers dance. Over skin, cured, remember, forgotten goddess rhythms, ancient earth, Gaia's Psalm beats within my breast. Hips, thighs spread as hummingbird wings. Pulse, infinity. Pulse, eternity. Now, now, now is the drum. Now, now, now is the beat between heartbeats. Now, now, now is the moment between in and release. Exhale. I feel vibrations through my feet. Through pulse, fingers, through pulse, fingers, DNA encoded. The beat is in my blood, the beat of the blood, my fingertips, my palm, drums, Gaius, psalm. Big Mama. She do shake, rattle, and roll. She 
sing the blues, the browns, the greens, the reds, the spectacular oranges and pinks. She'd be so pretty. When Big Mama laughed, the nectar rolled between her legs. Her womb be gentle like the ocean. Her passion be wild like the storm. Her anger be purple like earthquake and volcano. Her tears taste like rain. I sit in her lap. She be my big mama. You sit in her lap. She be your big mama. She be whole world big mama because her lap be big enough for us all. And, oh, I will do what else? One more piece. Here's a, or, oh, I'll do them. I I referenced this before. I just think it's kind of whatever. Mother Mary and Kuan Yin holding my head over the toilet bowl while I puke my brains out. The flu. Who else do you call for help except your mothers? The end of that one. You wouldn't think you could write a poem about throwing up, right? And the flu. <laughs> but, hey, hey, I did. And those other two poems were award winners, by the way. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, I got uh, another piece. Here's an interesting yes, piece. I'm yes. wondering how much time I have. Uh, you got it? We'll, I can do it? Yeah, just, yes, just okay. one last one. Just one last one, yes. Oh, okay. And this one is Flying on Samhain. I don't know if I want to do that one. I had a different one I want to end up with. Don't set us Now, how tempted are you by flying on Samhain or Gaia's dream? Yeah, Gaia's, I got you started Gaia's with flying dream. on Samhain. So yes. Gaia's dream? All right, yes, cool. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that, that was, Samhain's a Halloween poem. Here's Gaia's dream. Way to go. <laughs> I had it. There it is. All right, yeah, this is one I wanted to end with because it's a really nice, good, positive piece. All right. Gaia's dream. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to dream the dream big enough? Unfold the fragrant lotus, rooted down deep in shadow, dank mud. Dream bigger. Enfold and compass Gaia's lush dream, her slumbering heart. Kiss its translucent layer of the veil, Transparency increasing, leaving you naked, more and more visible. Bless the fig leaves going in the breeze. Luscious, juicy, sweet, mango and avocado, purple orchids, silver ocean, green turtle beaches, ecstatic rainforests, and passionate desert choirs sing harmonies, weaving a tapestry. Whatever you dream, dream bigger. So the feathered fringes touch the edge of the web of the womb of the universe. The one song forever creates beauty from chaotic potential and butterfly wings unfold as one. Whatever you dream, dream bigger and bigger still, still beyond the end. Wow. Oh, <laughs> you know, I guess the following statement by Carl's Kalu is correct. He said, poetry is like a canvas. 
You can paint any picture with it. What do you think? Yes. Yes. Well, as I've mentioned before, um, my father was a great artist. Oh, was he? I didn't know that. I did Wow, I don't yeah, remember yeah. that. My, wow. my dad had my dad was well. He was a great artist in my mind. Okay, okay. he was in art okay. school, and then mm-hmm. um, lo and behold, he had two children. He had to support, so he couldn't continue with that dream. But he was a very wonderful artist, and I do thank him because he was the one who taught me how to write when I was four. You know, write my mm-hmm. name and all that. Yeah. Anyway, because he was such a great artist, it intimidated me very much so, and I felt like I. I, if I, I, I could maybe draw a stick figure, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I decided to paint with my words. And mm. that's how I've, so I agree with that quote. It's a canvas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the great thing is that it, it's a, um, it's a mutable canvas, mm. you know? Mm. And, uh, and it changes how you, you know, your your punctuation changes, you know. I mean, it's so subtle, you know. Well, so. let me ask you this. I know we both got to go here. We don't want to run out of time. Your voice is so strong. Here's my question. What advice would you give poets about finding their voice? At the moment, the only way to find me is going to be on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And if you are on Facebook and you want to friend me, I would suggest that you send me, shoot me a quick PM, you mm-hmm. know, direct message, because mm-hmm. um, that to become my friend and mm-hmm. how you heard from me. Because, you know, we get friend requests all the time and I don't, yes, we do. unless I know you, I'm not going to click on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, that's, that's the only avenue I have I'm just it's funny I'm just starting out even though I've been writing for so long you know how that that's goes. okay yes I um, do yes I do and yes, I uh, do. or they could always get in touch with you and you yes. can connect me yes. to them yes that might be the that, easiest thing yep that might be that's really mm-hmm. the, the easiest best way to find me um mm-hmm. who knows what may happen in the future right. I'm just I've just got this brand new computer without having mm-hmm. had one and the internet for many years. So mm-hmm. I'm a newbie mm-hmm. dinosaur. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I understand. Well, yeah. what's next? Where do you go from here creatively, my friend? Well, as I've said, um, next week I'll be participating in a festival in Talkeetna. I'm mm-hmm. on uh, Sunday the 28th at 3.30 if you're in Alaska for some reason and come to Talkeetna. And at that, I will be actually having a table of my own personal swag, magnets mm-hmm. for my short poems. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, posters, you know, framed, mm-hmm. unframed, whatever. And moving, you know, a brochure, you know, all of that. I'm kind of doing my launch, so to speak. And mm-hmm. then I have another festival coming up in july and then other than that i'm i'm not really sure we have a lot of work i have a lot of work also to do on my cabin Mm -hmm. so i've got to work on that i'm hoping to maybe do more drum circles but these are all i've got books to write i have things Mm -hmm. to do (laughs) and that's what's next 
All right. Well, I want to thank you. We've reached the end of our poetic journey this time. Ah. And uh, I well, we gotta thoroughly do this enjoyed again it. Soon. Yes. And we need to stay in touch more often. I yes. would really like that. I would really like that, especially yes. since our days are so close. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, everyone. Yes, we're almost birthday twins. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. So, everyone, Ellen Thea, what else can I say? Well, I want to just say thank you so much for giving me this platform and for mm-hmm. having me on your show. And I just, I enjoy it. I enjoy yes. this a lot. And I enjoy yes. talking about art and, mm-hmm. of course, sharing my poetry. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much from the bottom well, of my heart. <laughs> well, all right. Like I said, that's why I flubbed the opening. I was just so excited. <laughs> my friend was back. My friend was back. Yeah. Yeah. There you are. I couldn't even put my words together. But it was a beautiful yeah. program. And I want to thank you again for sharing your gift, your creative gifts. And I just want to thank you. Well, it's a mutual admiration society. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Yes, it is. All right. All right, everyone. Wow. Take care, Ellen. You too. Take care, Michael. Have a good night, everyone. Sweet dreams. All right. Take care, everyone. And as I share with you every week, let poetry ring somewhere throughout the land. Goodbye. Yes. Quintessential Listening Poetry Online Radio is available on iTunes. Yes, I'm off. Yes, I'm off.